It's the IMO pod with three young kings, Sukali, DT, and Easy Pondis. In my opinion, we're the pod of the year. We mix the banter with the edutainment. Sukali, you know, be the girl, them sugar. Don't talk DT, designate driver. Put me to Susa, Uzi takes it too far. You never know how far you can go if you don't try. We are them boys, we're not cohesive. Money, money, money. Yo, 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 you already know it's your boys. We're back again at the In My Opinion podcast. Zer. Thank you for joining us. I am your boy Melinda the Fourth, aka Sukali. DT, aka Don't Talk, just listen. Are you alright? You had breakfast you just, today. I told you to stop using that word, <laughs> Uzi. Have I had breakfast? Yeah. Something like that. Something like. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we are fasting, so we don't know. How, we can't relate. I know. Yeah. You're fasting as well. Yeah, we're over yeah. fasting. He's been doing enough like last week. Okay. Don't question my thing. Anyway, you can tell by his eyes and each other. He's thinking about you know what to I mean? ask you. <laughs> anyway, today is going to be a really, really great episode, um, especially so, starting yeah. close to my heart. So we got Thank two you. special uh, guests in the studio today. We got Jessica. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> nice and simple. Nice and simple. And then we got Tanisha. Hi everyone. So you could have added to everyone. Sorry. <laughs> Hi uh, everyone. Hey, Are you know. happy now? I'm very happy. The one that said put phone on silent. I did. My phone is on silent. I don't know how it's ringing out now. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> sorry. How's the watch, isn't it? Sorry, sorry. Um, so how's everyone doing? How are you guys doing? Thank you for coming on. Thanks. You're welcome. Mm, I'm loving your Jays. Very fresh. Thank you. That's from Sukwon Friends. Oh. Okay. Ah, really nice. That was a clean, isn't it? We also like what size? What size are you? Five and a half. So five and a half. Yeah. You know, they look. You know my size. Excuse me, your fit is big compared to mine. I'm not trying to see if I can borrow it, man. There's no borrowing. All right. How are you? You're right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for coming on the podcast. You know, a lot of women don't like black men on podcasts. They say they over talk. Who gave, who gave these? Who gave these men? <laughs> you don't know yet. You don't know the jury's out. Ah, uh, they say who gave these men microphones, isn't it? Mm, that's what they be saying. But uh, we are very thankful to have some women in the, on the podcast, especially on this topic that we're going to touch on. But before we go down there, I'm sure you guys know we start with our dilemmas to try and help the people that um, have things that they need to sort out and get they our they opinion want our on. Takes on, yeah. Mm. Some for some reason people like to hear our opinions on things, you know. And I would, I'm very interested to hear. This from a female perspective. Mm. Wait, am I allowed to say female? Is that? Because I, I heard I, we're not. I identify as a female. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, and yourself. It's all right. Yeah. No, because yeah, I heard, so I heard you're not allowed to say you're not allowed to call women females anymore because of the. Oh, what do you call them? No, uh, yeah, women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what? There's no more female. Female. No, because no, them things don't exist. Yeah. I think you're allowed to say ladies. So the reason why they don't like females, they say because. Uh, you can get a female dog. You can get a female cat. You have to, like it's not specific <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, me. I address myself as a spice. That's all. Oh, spice, spice, hot spice, Ooh, hot spice. spice. <laughs> scotch bonnet, scotch bonnet, no, not scotch bonnet. <laughs> bonnet. Oh. No, just as hotter than scotch bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Cayenne pepper. What is cayenne pepper? Yeah, a little bit of cayenne seasoning. Um, okay, so I'm gonna read the dilemma, right? But I'm gonna do it in Ugandan accent because that is the staple. So yeah, uh, please, you can laugh if you want. <laughs> but I know you've never heard me speaking in my Ugandan accent, so no. you're going to hear a totally different person. Feel free to laugh. But all right, let me uh, get you lots take on this, okay? So someone sent this in and said, um, I have just had a baby hmm. with my boyfriend. And unfortunately, 
He lost his job in the pandemic. Oh. Mm, so sad. So sad. So he's been trying his best to make ends meet and provide for our son. Mm, so he's trying. Such a great That's man. Yeah, no, exactly. Now, unfortunately, he allegedly, mm. they have put allegedly, allegedly in quotation marks. Allegedly. Allegedly did a robbery. Mm. And his mom, his mom, uh, yeah, his mom found the proceeds mm. of that crime and reported him to the police. Hey. Now he has been convicted and he is serving four years in prison. Mm. Yet he's just had a baby. Now, I know mm. him doing the alleged robbery. Mm. I love this person must must study law. <laughs> because they keep, they keep the word alleged uh-huh, was wrong alleged. if he is guilty of that crime. But he has been trying his best since he's been laid off to provide for us and our new family. And looking for work was not easy as he's an ex-offender. Mm. He kept getting turned away. So he was just trying to make some money to do what's best for our son. I am struggling to forgive his mom and his family, so I've decided to cut off all access from them seeing the child. If she can betray her own son, I don't think that's somebody my son needs in his life anyway. Whatever happened to family loyalty? Mm. It's a heavy one, bro. Mm. It's not heavy because oh. I think she's been oh. rude. Oh. Because mm. regardless it's your son, it's like, for example, mm. I will use my son as an example. Mm. Somebody killed my son. Mm. And say, for example, how does it go? Because she said the boy's mom. Mm. So say it was the boy's mom who knew that her son killed my son. Mm. Of course, I would want for her to tell the police. Mm. Do you understand? I understand. Because you remember, people judge us mm. because of that, knowing that we know about the crime, but we refuse to go in and say it because we're going to be judged. Mm. So I think, to be quite honest, she did the right thing. So there's no need for the girl to say that because she's only thinking about herself mm. and what she will gain from it. So what the mother did... Was the right thing. Of course, she did the right thing. So do you feel like then the mum should have taken consideration the fact that had she not, from what we're being told, had she not reported, he may have gotten away with it and been here to raise his son? No, but yes... No, because say, for example, she never reported it. Mm. He could have gone and do another crime again. Mm. And then she know and she keep, you know, keep holding <laughs> everything. Mm. Exactly. So we cannot live that life. Mm-hmm. We need to go out and do what is right. I know we don't. Mm. A lot of us refuse to do it because we know people will come up and tell us things. Mm. But I think, say, the lady, by she going in, and tell the people about what her son did. Mm. She did the right thing. And people would have more respect for her. For doing the right thing. True that. Because I learned a lot from my son's death. And this is something they used to say to me when they were small. Mm. And I learned from it. So the lady did the right thing. The, lady, the woman just needs to take a seat. <laughs> just chill. <laughs> just chill. Yeah, what like do you I think? I more information. Okay. Yeah. Like, what, what kind of robbery? <laughs> 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 yeah, the armed robbery. What is proceeds? Uh, no, proceeds. Money. Proceeds What he made from the robbery. The alleged. Oh, so money. Alleged. That's what proceeds mean. Okay. Mm, that's what proceeds mean. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to clarify. So, I, so, I thought you just wanted to know what the proceeds were. <laughs> 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 Does it matter, though? Yeah. So, well, mm. See, um, Let, I, I let's just I assume it's something that. that is substantial enough to help 
in a long way, like look after, like raise his son. Let's just say something like that because we don't know. It wasn't given. Mm. Let's just assume I, it is. I definitely understand the girlfriend's frustration mm. because mm-hmm. she's she's left her in a. Well, she's not left her. Obviously, he made the decision to to do the robbery. So Alleged. He, <laughs> Alleged. Allegedly, Allegedly. Yeah. if he did right. it, yeah. exactly. If he did it, mm-hmm. um, I don't know where these proceeds came from. Then, mm. but, right. Yeah. If he did it, yeah. then you know he's obviously made a decision. That potentially that's where what could have happened. You know, when you when you do a crime, you kind of, you know, you know the. You should be prepared that there'll be consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you get caught, Mm. you know they're going to be consequences. Mm. But I definitely understand the girlfriend's frustration, and yeah, I think obviously the mum has gone. She's chosen to just go with her morals. Mm. It doesn't matter her and. And you got to, you got to respect that. Mm. But I definitely understand her frustrations because now she's in a position where she now doesn't have, you know, a her support. boyfriend mm. and the support there, um, and she probably feels like she can't trust the mum now as well. Exactly. Yeah. And um, is the mum now going to step up and? Help I still see it different from you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's it's good to have different views yeah, on this. Yeah, I'm, like I'm very. Yeah. But I feel like. At the same time, she needs to go and sit down with the mum and have a conversation because you can't just cut her out. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, she had morals and she didn't feel comfortable with that and she's gone through with that. But it doesn't mean that she should be, like, taken away or separated from her grandson. Mm. So I definitely understand. You can see both sides. It's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like it's one of them situations where I feel on both sides, there's a bit of a, a point on both sides. That's why I feel personally yeah. because, and the only reason why I'm kind of shooting a bit of a <clears throat> bell for the girl mm-hmm. is because of the the child. The, the child. Mm. That's the only reason why I'm shooting a bell because otherwise yeah. I'll be totally agreeing with, with the, the mum. The yeah. But it's just only just because of that situation where it's almost like another um, fatherless child, isn't it? Basically, you know I mean? yeah. and then and bearing in mind where to me the fact that there's a ledge there <laughs> obviously also means like. For the mum, for example, where there's no concrete evidence that he did this crime, like you're not 100% certain. So my main thing is why feed him to the wolves? That's just how I feel personally. Unless the mum 100% is like guaranteed that, yo, you did that crime, then fine. So I feel like, so I'm I'm only just going by the wording, allegedly, right? We can't ignore that. So my main thing is, it's not confirmed that he therefore did it. That's why she's put that there. So that's another reason why I'm kind of like... Maybe the mum have jumped out the window, but obviously there's still that big question mark in terms of where these proceeds, what, what, whatever the, wherever the proceeds, what, wherever she found, where did it, come where from? did it come yeah. from? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Maybe he wasn't able to provide a proper explanation. Maybe uh, wherever yeah. it was, and just thought, you know what, you did it. I know, you know, how some mum sometimes like, I know my son. Yeah, like, yeah. I know that look when you're lying, like uh, you, you done something. Maybe that's why she just gave him up. So, but it's just it's a tough one. Like I can understand, and you can't say to the the girlfriend. Not to feel the way she feels. Yeah. She feels about it. But then you you said that mm. the girlfriend said it was something he was used to doing. It's not the first time he's done it. In- no, no, she didn't say no, that. What did we say? No. no she just, oh, he's got yeah, previous. Because he's yeah. got, no, but you did say he had previous. Ex-offender. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. obviously the mom knows yeah. that my son is doing this yeah. and maybe she gave him chances. We don't know. We don't know. We're and then maybe by giving him so many chances... She decide, you know what? Enough is enough. Mm. Might as well use. Uzi, what, what, what say yeah, you? What say no, you, my boy? This week is very stretchy and long, you know. <laughs> 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 very stretchy because like, he 
you don't know where I stand from. Obviously, I've said something previously, like where if my brother's done a crime and someone's going down for it, I'm gonna say you done it. You know what I mean? Mm. Depending on what's happening. What it is, yeah, what the situation is, like, is. Yeah. If yeah. nobody's yeah. been killed or like nothing is gone like, mm. like drastically mad or say maybe they robbed a bank or whatever, like for me, banks are criminals. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to give up my son if it's a bank. But if it's like they've... <laughs> No, 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 you're chatting, bro, you're chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working hard, like, you know. That for their money, yeah. Mm. Maybe like an old person, then I might be like, nah, that's a bit too far. You know what I mean? That's why I said I wanted more information. Yeah. It's like like, a long stretch because you know where I stand. I like to be honest with certain things, but like I said, if no one's. You're saying it's not quite quite cut dry as the way it is. They've robbed a bank. I don't care. You know, criminal insurance companies. <laughs> broken, uh, <laughs> you know, so that's, oh that's, my that's goodness. Like my take, depending on what they, what who it was. Yeah, then I might be like, okay, nah. But we'll chat to them like, yo, don't don't run yeah, there, yeah, like, yeah, and but that's, that's just my take. Interesting. What's their use of Carly? For me, I think I, I, obviously I've heard of this in family friends. Like one of my family friends back in the day, their dad, the dad gave the son to the police when he found a knife in the bedroom, mm. and allegedly. Those boys were involved in... The person didn't die, but they got... um, What's it? GBH. And he gave him up. And for me, I just think... I did not raise a thief. Yeah? So if I believe you're offending and you have the the, the audacity to bring your proceeds into my house... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could be putting me in danger. danger, What if we have other siblings? What if we... No, I'm going to give you up. Mm. I'm going to give you up. And I think that only comes from the fact that I lost my brother. I think if you had asked me previous to that, I was not, I didn't want anything to do with the police. I did, 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 did. But now that I've seen the ramifications of a lot of people the could, other side. could get rehabilitated sooner mm-hmm. if you actually get them that help that they need. Don't Which get me wrong. I know, going going, I know going to jail doesn't, All right. in most cases, rehabilitate. Exactly. But it's a punishment that sometimes it can wake you up. It can wake you up. Yeah, if it turns, people need. Exactly. Because yeah, like, if yeah. you have just had a son, why would you put yourself at risk of being away from your son Thank by you. going to do a robbery that's probably not going to make you a millionaire you know what I mean yeah, it's only going to make you a couple bands and now you're going to go four years or however long without seeing your child now I want to give you that wake up call I want to be like no you're going to jail hate what, me if you hate me what example is he setting yeah, place what example because if I let him get away with it now you know he's just going to go bigger true he's just going to go bigger that's why I said what I said so mm. how do we address the part then where Yeah. What what would you say then to the part where Okay, cool. Because maybe he's made a mistake mm. in the past, mm. you know, wherever it is, and he's got a criminal record because of mm. that. Because that is a factor that was in the situation where he has been trying. He's been looking for jobs and he keeps getting turned away due to his record. So mm. it's like, but I also have, um, you know, as a man as well that's got kids, like, I'm trying to provide. I want to be a provider, but then I keep getting turned, up, mm. turned away from everywhere. What do I do? So what do you say to that? I hear that. And I know that's difficult for a lot of guys that have records, isn't it? Like, mm. I have been reading that prisoners have started giving a man an apprenticeship, especially with the railways and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get them jobs. So there are avenues. Like my mm. brother started a cleaning company. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He just started cleaning. And then off of that, he started his own company. Now he's the boss. He doesn't cool. even have clean anymore. Like there's avenues. I will never, ever tell a man that, yeah, you doing a robbery or you doing badness. Because, yeah. Because you can't get a job. It's all right. Mm. No, there are ways. Even if you have to work at McDonald's, even if you have to be a toy, there are ways to provide for your child because going down that route of 
criminality will never end. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, you'll do this run, you'll need to get a re up. What are you gonna go rob again? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so for me, the only issue I have here is with the 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 the, the girl not letting the family see her because I think what she doesn't realize is. It's the child that's suffering. Already now, dad is gone. Gone, yeah. yeah. So you need that family support. You need support. that family support. Yeah, she might have her mum's side or her side of the family, but she, the child also should have yeah. access to the dad's side. She mm. needs to understand that the mum didn't do it to get at you. It wasn't personal. Yeah. But if anything, it was help, it will help you a lot in the long run. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's my opinion. I think she should forgive. Yeah, that's forget. true. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think she needs to sit down and have a conversation with the mum. Yeah, have a conversation. That's how I feel. I feel like, you know... She obviously, obviously feels angry. She feels like she's in that situation. Mm. She needs to understand that he's also put them in that situation. He's the main he's culprit. Yeah. I kind of see, I, I do see. But she's made the mum the villain. Yeah. When he's the villain. But no, but I feel like once she, you know, once the anger and the upset dies down, dies you know, give her a bit of time. Yeah. But then I time. think definitely time sitting down, like you guys are saying, sit down with the mum, have a conversation. Because sometimes when you hear maybe her reasoning behind why she did that, you that might that. bring a bit of a closure. Like, you, be like, you know what, actually... And as a parent, raising yeah, a thief is a very difficult pill to swollow, you know. <laughs> raising a thief. Because you know, you're, 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 this, you're the first victim, the, by the way. They, they start practicing from you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they start you from your purse. The shame, mm. the embarrassment. Mm. My child is a thief. It's you nice. know what I mean? When at it's food, nice. there's always rice at home. Mm. What excuse does he have to be a Unless thief? if he's not doing them, you know, the proper heist. You know, like the, <laughs> the, money the bank job, the proper oh bank job. God. If he's not doing them level type of thing, yeah. You know, them little small pay pay stealing. <laughs> like, relax. Um, so, yeah, as I think everyone has agreement, she should just have a conversation. And we understand you're upset, but talk to them. Yeah. His mum, yeah. man. Yeah. I know it's a sore one. Because then mm. you're punishing the child even more. Exactly. Mm. This is all adulting, by the way. This is all part of <laughs> the process. Is, that is right. This is yeah, part yeah. of the adulting. So, yeah, we hope you get it sorted out. Mm. Now, moving on swiftly. Thank you guys for your opinions on the dilemma. Yeah. Well, today, we're going to talk about uh, knife crime, mm. another form of criminality, and the impacts it has on families and the community. I'm sure you guys are well aware I lost my brother to knife crime. But Jessica and Tanisha have also had their losses um, due to knife crime. So, I thought I'd bring them on to talk about the impacts and also what they're doing in terms of activism to help the community and rid us of this nonsense. This, this mayhem. Mm. So I don't know, Jess, did you want to start off first? Or? Uh. Yeah, <laughs> Can I say? Okay. Um, I lost my son, Shokwan Sami Plummer, to knife crime on the 30th of January, 2015. And since then, it's just been headache, stress. Mm. Depression, the whole shebang, everything in it. And I'm just trying my best to cope and to set, not to set, but to have a relationship with not just my family, with the community, the police, the schools, and to try and make a change. Because we know knife crime is not going anywhere. Knife crime is here to stay. But I think... The problem is us working together. Let's not make it about ourselves only, but make it about not only the, the victims, but I'm not talking about the perpetrator, mm. but I'm talking about we the victim trying to make a change, especially when it comes to the young people, changing their mindset, doing things, gaining trust for them, not talking at them, but talking with them mm. or to them. Having a relationship with the police, we understand that in life there's good and bad in each and every one of us, regardless where we come from. 
if we like for example I'm Saint Lucian, you have the Jamaicans, you have Nigerians, you have Grenadians, you have Trinidadian, you have etc. etc. But we need to understand that there's good and bad. You have some good police officers, you have some bad police bad officers. Because I work with a set of police officers in Harrow and they're brilliant. They're not only there to help the young people, but they're trying to make that change. And the way I see them in Harrow, which I see how they work in Islington completely different. So sometimes I ask questions as to why the police in Islington work that way and the police in Harrow work this other way. I ask this question all the time because I just wanted to know if they work, if their training was different. Mm. But the training wasn't different. They all work the same way. But where you find, that's to me because of what I do, because I do talks in schools. And I see how the police work in Islington with the young people. Some of them, instead of trying to get these children away from this thing, it's like, to me, they're pushing them towards the knife. Whereas in Harrow, they don't only work with the young people, they work with their parents too. Yes, yeah. And it's like they're pushing these children away from it, trying to give these children an education. But at the end of the day, we need the young people to help us. Mm. And they need to not blame the police for whatever the children are doing because it's them who chose to do it, mm. not the police. But we have to understand not everything we see on social media is, is true. Yes, we see the police do things, but not that it's not true. It is true in a sense, but we cannot say because we see that all of them are bad. We have good, we have bad. And I see it every single day because I go from, I do m most of my talks in Harrow and I've only just started. It's now about four, four months. About four, five months I've been doing it at the Old Bailey. I share Shaquan's story at the Old Bailey. But I don't only talk about myself. I don't only talk about Shaquan. Because it's not only about Shaquan. I talk about all the parents who lost their own children. Because they're going through the pain like me. It's not something that is easy. It's hard. Did you get justice? I did get justice. And I don't call it a justice because I feel like I am serving the life sentence. I don't think, say, the boy is serving the life sentence because this boy can still breathe. He can still live a life, whereas my son is not serving that life anymore. And I'm going through the pain day in, day out. It's eight years now, and it feels like if it was yesterday. The person who killed Shaquan, his name is Jamal William. He got 24 years, life without parole, and he has to serve the full 24 years before he can go in front of the parole board, that don't make it any better for me because my son is not coming back. And whatever work I do, I'm not doing it for fame because that fame is not going to bring back Shaquan. And all I want is my son back, but he's not going to give me back Shaquan. So I'm doing it because of the love I have for the young people. And I do not wish any other mother mothers to go through my pain because it's hard sometimes you don't want to get out of the bed sometimes you have oh, there's so many different things 
you get the suicidal thoughts like myself. You wake up in the morning and you feel down. And it's a struggle for me. Are you okay? Do you want to stop? I'm okay. It's a struggle. It's been going on how many weeks now? When was the last? We had the last love and love loss. And loss. Yeah, about what month? April, so a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I've been struggling and trying to cope with the stress, the depression. And some people would look at you and think, say, okay, you know what? What's wrong with her? But you just feel a way, you feel like you're less of a person. Life is not worth living. You feel like, oh my God, if I run, or you feel like running and you can never stop. You understand? Just carry on running. And you just wish everything would be different. Or you wake up in the morning and your son will be coming to you. Or it shouldn't be that way. Or I don't know, there's so many different things going through your mind. You don't know what to do. As a mother, I'm still living in fear for my own children because I've got a daughter. And I've got a son, I've got one granddaughter. And every day I'm thinking about them, their health. Chantelle is okay. She graduated from university. And she was in her second year in university when Shaquan got stabbed. But she graduated the just after Shaquan trial, which was April 2016. Chantelle graduated the September with honors in science. But Andre wasn't able to, because Andre was about 15, 16, mm. getting ready to do his GCSEs and didn't get to do it. And Andre's life has changed so bad. Andre, after Shaquan's death, Andre got really, really small. And sometimes I feel for him and he gets upset. And I have to understand is what he's going through. Mm. Right now he has some heart problem. We are all trying to cope with it, but... In my head is saying death, death. But I just have to continue praying and asking God to help me through it all. Because I'm trying. <laughs> Not easy. You're doing well. I'm trying. It's been hard. You're doing well. The fact you've even, through your pain, you've got the strength to go and give talks, mm -hmm. go to the O'Bailey, relive your trauma all the time to help other people. That is commendable. Mm -hmm. And you're strong. We, we all go to the same support group. And I see her come every week and she shares her story and I think it's powerful. You know what I mean? And I'm proud of you. Thank I'm, you. I'm really proud I'm trying. Of you. I'm yeah, trying. I go, I go through a lot. This person called me like I did the, how you call it, the TED Talk. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't easy doing it. Mm, exactly. But I done it. And there was about 100 people mm. in the audience and I stood up and I done it. It was, I wasn't scared, but I just did it. Because I know why I was doing it. I was doing it to raise okay, awareness. Calls, yeah. And some people will say, but Jessica, you don't talk about it. I don't need to talk about it. I've done it already. You want to see it, you go on YouTube. Mm. But it's not about that. It's not for fame. Because mm -hmm. if you're going to give me some award or a reward, I'd rather you give it to a young person mm. instead of giving it to me. Because I don't really need it. I'm grateful for it. Don't get me wrong. But to me, a young person needs it more than myself. And the work that I do with the young people, I don't want just for me to go in there, do it, and turn my back and never go back. Mm. 
I always go back and try and reward the young children. I've only just started the bleed, the bleed cabinet. Yeah, I work yeah. with um, Anthony. I work with Gwenton. I work with Sherry. She's in choices. I just try and do as much, and I'm with the love and loss. And to be quite honest, I'm grateful for them because every so often, especially Missy, will send me lovely messages. And if I say to her, I'm feeling down, she will tell me, oh, do you want to go out? Jenny would say, come on, Jess, we need to go for a meal. And they will call me on the phone, the same like Sherry would and other people around me. So I'm grateful that I have people around me. But sometimes it's not like you're being mean or horrible. It's just that you feel so down. You just want to be in your own, in your own little bubble. Yeah, it's hard. Mm. Sometimes I feel like going out and I will get to the front door and this thing is saying to me, don't go, something will happen. I will mm. try and I will try. Then I will get to the bus stop and then the thing is saying, Jessica, no, you need to go back home. And I will go back home. I will sit in the park for a little while and then I go back in my house and that's it for the day. Because that's how I feel. I think that's the thing as well because I think people don't understand like grief comes in waves. Um, and it's like a never-ending journey. I think sometimes people think, oh, it's been this long or been that long. It gets easier, time heals. Like, and I'm just like, that's rubbish. Mm. It's rubbish. Mm. Like, the pain never heals. The wound never heals. You just kind of learn to live with that pain. True. But it doesn't hurt any less. And um, I can really resonate with what you're saying about sometimes you want to do something and then you're like, I just can't do it. Because sometimes, literally, I still wake up and I'm like, Oh my god, this can't this can't be real. Like, yeah. yeah. What was the what was like the situation with yourself? Um. So I lost my cousin who he was eighteen at the time, mm. just turned eighteen. Um. Tenth of June two thousand fifteen. <laughs> um. And yeah, just absolutely devastating. Just completely shattered our lives, and it's it's never been the same since. Um. And since that happened it's like I'm the kind of person that was like it happened and I just needed to kind of keep busy keep going keep mm. doing whatever keep I could distracted. do sure. keep distracted but, and, and feel like I was doing whatever I could to in the situation so mm. it happened and then we just like very focused on getting the perpetrators and whatnot um then it went to court and that was the thing. Like, I was so kind of just, right, this this needs to happen. I threw myself into that. It was an eight-week trial. I was there every single day. I lost my job because I was like, no, I'm not going to work. Like, this is my life now. Like, I can't, mm. I can't even think about going back to work. Mm. It completely just takes over your life because you're thinking, how has this thing happened? But the world is still going. Like, and it's true. Yeah. How, like, how, why is the world not why stopping? Is, why is the world mm. not stopping? This has happened to me. This has happened to our family. Like, someone has done this. And how, how, why is everything still going as normal? Yeah. Like, it's, mm. it's absolutely devastating. And you're, you just don't understand how the world is still going on around you. So I threw myself into, like, the court case and um, threw myself into organized funeral. And then when all of that was over, it was like, like what, what, what do you go from here yeah. yeah everything came crashing down i was like this is okay now this is this is my life, life. yeah this, this is, is my life yeah this is it he's gone 
someone has taken him from us. It's not even like, I think it's a whole different kind of um, grieving as well mm. when someone's been taken from you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because 100%. it's not like, oh, it's an accident. Or, yeah. yeah. You know, they got hit that by maybe there was a hill. Or they're yeah. sick. Exactly. They were sick. Yeah, stuff someone like has, someone has done this. Mm. Someone has purposely done Never this. Go over it. And completely just traumatized your whole family, your life, everything. And it has such a massive knock-on effect. So, yeah, basically, funeral, court case. Um, and then I think after the court case, you're, you're, you know, you're waiting for your verdict and whatnot. You think, okay, this is going to be the thing that kind of... Mm, seals you know, it for me, yeah. And, whatnot. and then you get that and some, like, and to be fair, I think he got it and he was like... And did you find that old Billy was the worst? It just didn't feel like... Yeah, it was... To me, I find that... Yeah. Gonna, once this is done, once this is done. But it, it's never... It's horrible. Ending. You don't feel better. Mm-mm. You don't feel better. Um, Do you feel like you got justice? No. no. But did the person serve any time? Did they get found yeah, guilty? Yeah, they, they got found... One person got found guilty. Um, there were originally three perpetrators up. Um, and even that, I don't know how, but... For whatever reason, they decided that he would get manslaughter, which makes no sense to me because mm-hmm. this person went to the place looking for people with a massive Rambo knife. So, so that means there was an intent. Getting, exactly. Yeah, so how exactly. you end up and and, yeah, and, and a Rambo knife, huge. Like how you get manslaughter? I don't know. Chased my cousin, stabbed him. He managed to get up and run it. You <coughs> him again. So these, this stuff, it just doesn't make sense to me. So anyway, once we even got that verdict, it just felt like... What's this? What is this? Why it doesn't even that? make sense. It would have been so better then, yeah. if we didn't get anything. It's Yeah, yeah. it's almost like a, it's a bit of an insult. Mm. Um, you're thinking your whole life's been torn apart. Um, my cousin no longer has his life. He's not going to have his future. He's not going to have kids. He's not All these things that we... You know, look forward to. Mm. He's not going to get to have, and then you get manslaughter and a minimum. But they do, they do ask in it at the thing because with Shaquan case, they did say if Shaquan was inside of the house, it would have been manslaughter. But because he was outside the person's house, it was. Yeah. But I think it's crazy. I, yeah, I think a lot of this stuff just doesn't seem to make. It sense. doesn't make there's sense. A lot, like, there's a lot in the justice system. Yeah, there's a lot in the justice system as well that needs to be looked at because. I think it's it's just very outdated and a lot of things just don't make sense. So, um, yeah, there just kept being all these things and I thought, okay, maybe, not that we feel better, but you just, yeah. Yeah, something. Um, But that never is... is, I think the justice, yeah, I think the justice system is failing all of us. And when it comes to the justice system, then after the trial, then the sentencing and stuff like that, then you have to deal with Probation, mm. they are the worst. And probation, the way I look at it, when it comes to the justice system, you have probation, you have, how do you call the, the other one, the child? The, these were the one who contacted me to, oh my God. Parole? Parole? No, there's, how do you call him? What do they do? Social services. Okay. Right, right, right. They all come like they are a whole set of police together. Mm. They all work together. Because during Shaquan's, before the trial, social services contacted me. Mm. But they didn't contact me. They contacted the hospital, the doctor's surgery. 
asking for my children's file. Mm. They ask for Chantel's file, Andre's file, and they ask for another little girl's file. And I was wondering, why did you want it? Yeah, why is that? Yeah. Because you asked for my permission. I signed. You didn't. They didn't even really ask. No, they did. Ask for Shaquan's file, and you signed for them to take it from the the doctor's surgery, and then. The doctor called and she said, I don't understand why the lady wants your children file. So I said, get the lady to call me. Mm. And that's a couple of days after Shaquan's stabbing. And then I said, get her to call me. She called me straight away. I said, excuse me, madam, what do you want? She said, um, she need permission to get Chantel them file. And I said, what for? I said, right now, I want if you cannot get my son, and bring him back in my house, or find the person who killed my son, you could F off. Same like that on the phone. Mm. And I say, if you know what's good for you, don't you ever ask the, the, the doctor's surgery again, because I've already given them, said to them that mm. they're not allowed to give it to you, and there's no need to call my house phone again. And I just hang up. And I'm thinking, what for? What for? Mm. Yeah, I was It's like I'm going through all of that. I don't know who killed Shaquan. Then you calling me. And then I've got to go back and face these people because I was, I was um, investigating myself. Mm. And then going into the courtroom, I wasn't allowed to go in until, because Shaquan case only lasted like a week and a day. Okay. And because I was investigating, they said I'm not allowed to go and listen. So poor Shaquan dad had to listen through the whole trial on his own. And I was sitting upstairs not knowing <coughs> what will happen. So going back to like the court thing, sorry, because what mm. I was saying before is that um, once the court and then verdict and then <laughs> sentencing and stuff like that, you feel like, okay, next milestone, next milestone, you're going to feel better. But like I said, it doesn't. that doesn't ever come. Mm. Um, so this is why um, myself and my family, my auntie, we ended up setting up the Love and Loss Support Group. And this group was set up to help other families that have gone through the same thing. So basically anyone that's lost a loved one or a friend to knife crime or knife violent crime. crime. Violent crime. Because I was like, oh my God, is this is this, this what is happened? It. Yeah. Is this, yeah. Is, you're just left now. Literally. Into Literally. Your own you go through all of this and then it's like, you get your sentence in. Okay, there you go. Bye-bye. On, on your way. Yeah. Moves and, on now. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Like, what? Who picks up the pieces? Yeah, all of that stuff. Exactly. What a support system exactly. there. And luckily, like, my family, we're, we're quite close. We're very, very close. We're able to support each other. It's difficult because, you know, there are times it can it can break families apart as well. It can yeah, happen. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. And we're quite lucky that we're a close family. So we have... We have each other. each other, but I can honestly say I lost a lot of friends as well because friends don't get it, mm. friends don't know how to support you. They're thinking, "Well, why is she still going on like that?" Or why is this? So, luckily, we have that support system. But I felt like, well, what what are other families going through? Mm. And what what about if you haven't even got any family? What if? What do you do? You know what I mean, what do you do? So, um, we set up the support group. And basically, um, I think we've been doing it, I think, since 2016, actually. 16, oh. Um, oh, and it is, it's, in a way, it's like, it brings me a lot of comfort mm. 
just to know that we all come into the room and we're able to just share mm. and mm. speak and cry and laugh. Like and it's a safe space. Yeah, it's a very it's safe that's the same one that you. So yeah, this is how I met. I met both these ladies in this love and love and love support yeah. group. It's been yeah. so helpful because, like you said, yeah, a lot of people don't get it. My brother has been five years. So a lot of people are like, aren't you over it? You know why? But here I can come and I can repeat my story. Ten times mm-hmm. and, and nobody, everyone will act like it's the first time they've heard yeah. it. Mm-hmm. No one will make me feel like I'm over talking or yeah. you know those like, things. Oh, yeah. yeah, like oh that here we go. Talking <laughs> yeah, like, talking about his brother. Yeah. It's an amazing, and I'm so thankful for that yeah. group because it, if it wasn't for that group, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be where I am in my my journey of yeah. healing. Um, but I thought you know rather than talk about it, I actually want to hear from you guys how you feel like because I know you haven't lost anyone right to knife crime. Oh, oh yeah, no, 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 no. I wanted to hear from you guys how you felt like it impacted me from your perspective. Because I've actually never, never understood that. Mm. Obviously, I, I feel like it was shocking. It was a, it was a mad experience. Um, because when, when was that happening? Was that October twentieth, twenty eighteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I would say is, like, in terms of what you are saying, it's like people don't, until you've lost someone, you can never get that feeling. Mm. Like, no matter how much people <coughs> say, like, I relate, I get it, unless you've lost someone very close to you, like, an immediate family member, you mm. can never get it. Mm. And in terms of obviously, I sympathize with you, lot. in terms of your experiences, like different to mine mm. and I still feel the trauma of my experience mm. and mine wasn't like it wasn't a situation that someone took my mm. mom or my brother obviously they, they passed on suddenly like, I, I couldn't tell you what happened to them but mm. it's not as traumatic as you lot but I still feel that trauma mm. you know what I'm saying I'm yeah. still experiencing the effects of that because sometimes I might feel something I'm like oh like I'm going to die suddenly, like the same thing that just happened to my mm. mom, is going to happen to me? And like, even down to this whole situation, like, Sorry, I still... Pull the mic closer to you. I still even got trauma from like, remember when we went, like there was a situation that happened and then um, someone <coughs> that was with us got into like, they got beaten like bad. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, for so many years, like I used to be scared to go out because mm. I'm like, oh, this was crazy, like, could have gone like I would see like a group of crowd and I would just be I just used to get mad anxious like scared mm-hmm. something bad gonna happen you see and and so hearing you not speak about it like and like having mm-hmm. lost someone to that like it's crazy and I know for him like it, it was a it was a it was a sad time man it was a sad sad but sad you know time. you saying you lost your mom I lost my I lost my son this January and I lost my dad this September to cancer in the same year but it was completely different yeah. when I look at my dad I wasn't seeing my dad I was yeah. seeing Shaquan yeah. so I never mm. felt although it was my dad I did feel hurt but the feeling was completely the different, different. Yeah. so yeah, when, that's what you were talking about earlier on isn't yeah, it? Like, it's different depends on the, yeah, yeah. the type of loss yeah. yeah I'm like losing someone close to you is like you said just Traumatic in itself, mm. but I think knowing that someone Somebody has taken that, them, yeah. taken them and what your loved one of... went through, 
it adds a whole other layer of trauma um, and, and just grieving because you have to now accept that, hold on a minute, this, this person will still be here. They'll still be here. Okay, this person. This person. If it wasn't for that person and mm. their actions, they would still be here. Mm. So, yeah, it just it's adds crazy. A, a whole other layer. Yeah. And it's, 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 the effects are just everlasting. Like with my cousin as well. Um, like shortly after, and I know my uncle was really going through it as a man, but he felt like he needed to hold <coughs> everything together for us all. Mm. Um, there's a lot of women in our family. And he got, he got ill and he got oh. cancer and subsequently he passed away. But I truly believe that because of oh, all God. that trauma and all that holding, yeah. dealing with that grief, just breaks you it, down. Yeah, it breaks him down. And I truly believe he would still be here. And we all believe he would still be here if it wasn't for that. Shout out Amaka, Andrea and Obi. They're steady working, so we balling like Obi. 